Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Chamishi, the 16th day of the month of Av. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Ekev. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit ou.org slash call for more um Visit, I'm sorry, ou.org slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a dedication for Monday's program is tomorrow at 5 p.m. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Daniel Feldman of Or Sadia in Teaneck, New Jersey, to share the Chizik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Feldman slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Perez Chop, Chaf Gimel, Kuf Chafalif and Kuf Lamed, those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. We'll be followed by the Mishaber Achlecholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of the individuals for whom we are davening for. And Rabbi Salvin will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. The Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Salvin. Thank you very much, Rabbi Herman. Can you hear me? Yes. Hope so. Okay, it's a pleasure to be back here. I'd just like to share a thought about uh, Pasuk, about a verse in this week's portion, Akev, which seems very depressing, but can be applied in a much more uplifting way. And I'd like to share that perspective. Uh, the Torah tells us in this week's portion, Zuchor al-Tishkach, Eis asher hiktsafta Hashem elokecha bamidbar that we should remember and that we shouldn't forget how we angered God in the desert, which, according to most interpretations, there are some who disagree, but according to most interpretations, this is a reference to the sin of the golden calf, to the chet ha'egel. This is an obligation to remember what happened, how we sin terribly in worshipping the golden calf, and according to the opinion of Nachmanides, of the Ramban, this is an actual commandment. This is one of the 613 mitzvot, even though Maimonides, the Ramban, didn't list it in his list. The Ramban has his additions. He has a special section of commandments that he felt the Rambam forgot. Ironically, in this case, he feels he forgot a commandment to remember. This is an actual obligation to remember what happens, how we sinned in the desert, how we worship the golden calf. So that could seem very depressing, an obligation to kind of wallow in how we stumbled, how we committed this terrible sin of idolatry, but it seems that it's actually perhaps a more positive focus. And one could ask, where exactly do we fulfill this obligation? We have other commandments to remember concepts in Jewish law where we find that there's a mitzvah associated with that. We have a mitzvah to remember Shabbos, we recite Kiddush. We have a mitzvah to remember the Exodus. We have a lot of commandments that surround that, such as the Seder night and many other commandments. We have a mitzvah to remember Amalek, so we have a whole Shabbos that's devoted to reading that section, but it's not clear when we fulfill this mitzvah of remembering the sin of the golden calf. So there are some who suggest, the Malbin and others, that perhaps the focus here is not on the sin itself, but rather the focus is on the potential for tshuva, on the fact that we can repent, that we can improve, that we can come back. And therefore, we choose to do this in a more positive way. And we have another mitzvah in the Torah, 
that is associated in, indeed, a positive way. We have the mitzvah of para'aduma, of the red heifer, which is brought to purify those who have become impure. And the rabbis tell us that there's an imagery there, that the red heifer as a cow is meant to represent the mother of the calf. And the imagery is that the mother comes and fixes the mess that was made by the child. And in that sense, that commandment, that opportunity, is a way of atoning for the sin of the past, and the sin in that case of the golden calf. And if indeed that's what we're trying to do, if we're looking to remember the sin, not because we want to feel terrible, not because we want to wallow in our mistakes, but because we want to remember that it's always possible to redeem ourselves, that it's always possible to do better. So then that becomes actually a very inspiring message. And the Jewish people have perhaps chosen to do this in the uplifting way of instead remembering the red effort, remembering the paraduma. So we actually do have a Shabbos that's devoted to that. We have a special Parsha, we have a special reading of Parsha's para, and there, there's a question that's raised by many, that where does that obligation come from? Because there are some sources that indicate that that obligation is a Torah obligation, although it's not clear where in the Torah that comes from. So there are some who suggest that this week's Parsha is the source for that, that this Pasuk, this verse that we read, that's the source for the obligation to read the Parsha of the Para Dumba, the section about the red heifer, that we do that in order to focus on the fact that it's possible to redeem ourselves, that it's possible to come back, and that for, therefore we have an inspirational message rather than a depressing message. And if I can get uh, personal for a moment in a communal sense, that this is also a source of inspiration to me, personally and communally, because very often it happens that we read those two together, that we read Pasha's Kisisa, which tells us about the sin of the golden calf, and then the reading of Pasha's Parah, that extra reading often happens on the same Shabbos, on that same Shabbos morning of Pasha's Kisisa. So it happened to be that year of COVID, I believe this call started during COVID, that year of COVID was the first time that we shut down the shuls. That first Shabbos that we shut down the shuls was supposed to be that Shabbos of reading Parshas Kisisa and Parshas Parah together when we would have fulfilled that obligation of this week's Parsha of having both the reading of the golden calf and the positive remembrance of it through its atonement through the reading of the Parsha of the Paraduma. But we didn't have that opportunity because the shuls were closed down that Shabbos. But a few months later, we decided to make up all the parshas that we missed. We followed the view of Rehershel Shechter Shlita, who maintained that if, even though there was no obligation to make up the parshas that were missed, but it's an opportunity one could take to try to fill in more Torah and to take a opportunity to add more where something was lost. So we followed his view and we started reading three or four extra parshios a week in order to make up that which we hadn't lit, we hadn't read while we were closed. And Parshas Akev was, this week's parsha was when we started doing it. So we read three extra parshios that Akev of that year and that included Parshas Kisisa. So we read that mitzvah of remembering the Egel, that Shabbos again, 
in that fulfillment and that extra reading, but it was in the sense of a voluntary act of Talmud service. So that notion of remembering the ego in a positive context through an extra voluntary act of Talmud Torah, a way of tshuva me'ava, as we understand this idea that we can repent through love, is something that I found personally very inspiring and a way to really take this message and move forward. And as we approach Elul now, we're more than halfway through the month of Av, which means we are closer to Elul than we are to Av, the whole notion of Elul is finding those opportunities to fix whatever has gone wrong in the past in a proactive way and to recognize that our mistakes are opportunities for growth and to look actively at where those mistakes have happened and to see how they can be fixed and to see how we can come out of them as stronger and more resilient spiritually individuals and that's a tremendous opportunity and in that sense this potentially depressing verse in this week's Torah reading is really a source of great inspiration and hope for the future. So with that, we'll now turn to the reading of the Tehillim, of the Psalms, of the Psalms. We'll first start with Psalm 20, chapter 20, Tehillim Chaf. I'll read it slowly. Male Adonai Komashalosecha Ata Yadaiti Kirshi Adonai Mishiko Yaneu Mishme Kocho Big Bros Yeshimino Elevarecha Vieleva Susim Vanachnu Vishem Adonai Eloheinu Nazkir Hema Karu Vinafalu Vanachnu Kamnu Vinisodad Adonai Hoshia Hamelach Yaneinu Vyom Karenu now read chapter 23. Chav Kimmel. Mizmor l'david Adonai roi lo esar. Binos desha yarbitseni almei manuchos inahaleni. Nashi yishovev yancheni b'magwe tzedek leman shemo. Gam ki elech b'geit samavetz lo irara ki ata imadi shiptecha umishantecha heima yinachamuni taroch lefanai shulcha neged zorirai dishanta b'shemen roshi kosi rivaya ach tova chesed yudafuni kol yemei chayoi vishavti b'veis Adonai l'orech yamim. Next, we'll do. Chapter 121, that is Kuf Chaf Aleph, 121. 
Al Yitain Lamotraglacha Al Yanum Shomracha Hine Lo Yanum Velo Yishan Shomer Yisrael Adonai Shomracha Adonai Tzulcha Al Yad Yiminecha Yomam Hashemesh Lo Yokeka Viareach Balayla Adonai Yishmar Chab Mikora Yishmar Esnafshecha Adonai Yishmar Tzitzcha Uvalecha Meata Viadolam Finally we will do 130, Kof Lamed. Shir Hamalos, Mimamakim, Krasicha Adonai, Adonai, Shema Vikoli, Tiena Aznecha Kashuvos, Lakol Kachanunai, Imabonos, Tishmarya, Adonai, Miyamor, Kimcha Haslicha, Lamanti Vare, Kibisi Adonai, Kibsa Nashi, Vlidvaro Hochalpi, Nashi, Adonai, Shamim Laboke, Shomerim Laboke, Yachel Yisrael Adonai, Kim Adonai Hachesed, Vihabe Imosidus, Vihu Yifta Es Yisrael, Nikol Abonosov. We'll now read the Mishaberach Wacholim. I will pause at the space for the names so that we can add in the names of any who are in need of the healing of a Rafuah Shalema. Mishaberach Avoseinu, Avra Mitzchak Yaakov, Moshe Viaron, Dov Rishlomo, Hu Yivarech Yirape Esacholim. Akadosh Baruchu Yimali Rachamim Aleihem Lahach Mimam Lirposam Lahach Zikam Lahach Yosam Yishlach Lehem Meheru Fuwa Shalimim Min HaShamayim Lamach Averehem Ushasah Gideihem Besoch Sharecholi Yisrael Rufuwa Sanefesh Rufuwa Saguf Ashtav Agalo Bizman Kariv Benomar Amen We'll close with the prayer of Achenu questioning that all who are in a Situation of distress should be rescued. Achenu kalbeis Yisrael hanesunim betzara uvishuvia haomdim bein bayam uvein bayavasha amakom yirachim alehem viotiyim mitzara leravacha umeafela liora umeshibod zegula ashda baagala ubizman kariv viemru amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Salman. We look forward to having you back on the program. Please, God, in year Tashem in the near future. To learn more with and about Rabbi Solomon and his wonderful community, visit orsadia.org for more information. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and a refua for all those in need will be answered with Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day. Shabbat Shalom.